It's the Jeremiah Show. Happy Thanksgiving. The sun is always shining in L.A. This is the one of the main reasons, I think, that so many people flock to L.A. from around the world, from all over the country. They come to L.A. Uh, for many, many different reasons, but sunshine is always one of the top priorities. There's two real reasons, I think. This is my theory. It's the sun, and number two, it's Tito's Tacos. <laughs> That's the reason they flock to L.A., because the best taco stand in the world is located in a small peach-colored brick building, unassuming, but with a powerful draw for Los Angelinos and the rest of the world. On 11222 Washington Place, Culver City, California, one block north of Washington Boulevard and West Sepulveda lies a little worldwide culinary destination. If you're driving towards Tito's Tacos, you can smell the tacos a block away. The savory beef and the corn tortillas waft through your open windows in your car. And then the next thing you see are the people. At almost every hour, there is a long line. Everyone has a smile on their face, though. This is not this is not typical for for lines. Lines in general, you're you're not happy to be in a line, but for Tito's Tacos, you're pretty happy. I've stood in that line many times. <laughs> you park your car, you take your place in line, and you patiently wait your turn to get up to that window. All the while, your stomach is teased by the great smells wafting out from within those little walls. And you have arrived in the world, in L.A. You are at Tito's Tacos. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It's been around since 1959 and was founded by Benjamin Davidson and now run by his granddaughter, Lynn Davidson, who is our very special guest today. In fact, it's noon when we're doing this show, and uh, uh, I was saying off air, this is not an optimal time in the restaurant business to do an interview, especially at Tito's Tacos. <laughs> so those people out front of the lines might be waiting a little longer. <laughs> but but Lynn, is she's spreading the gospel, the gospel of Tito's Tacos. So I, I'm sure they'll forgive her. So, uh, <laughs> Lynn Davidson, yeah, she's she's also, uh, she runs the Tito's Tacos with co-owner, Wirt Morton. Tito Tacos is an iconic Mexican fast casual restaurant in Los Angeles. It's known for its folded hard shell tacos and burritos. They're beloved by celebrities, by locals, by visitors. I used to be a local, Santa Monica. Now I'm a visitor, so I, 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 I fit two of those categories. The menu at Tito's Tacos features crispy beef tacos, tamales, which we're going to talk about today. I can't wait. Burritos, enchiladas, tostadas, and guacamole. The award-winning cuisine is made from scratch using original recipes and is served to thousands of loyal fans daily, often by employees that have been there. For decades at Tito's Tacos, they stay with you. And that's something, too, to, uh, a testament to the times that you uh, have employees that have stayed so long and that love your family. They are family, I'm sure. Uh, if you're at home right now, I, I encourage you to go to titostacos.com. If you got a laptop or your phone in front of you and, uh, and start looking at the menu, decide what you want. Get down there. <laughs> um, so... I love this. You're the granddaughter of the original founder, 1959. Uh, Lynn Davidson also received recently the prestigious Elizabeth Burns Lifetime Achievement Award from the California Restaurant Association for her advocacy for restaurants. Congratulations for that, Lynn. Thank you very much. And welcome. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. I've had a lot of fun. 
<laughs> you've had fun already you mean at the show yes. or in life you've had i have a feeling both, both. Oh. i have a feeling you've had a lot of fun in life too you look like yeah. a person that lives and has fun and enjoys life i gotta ask though right off the bat who's tito um there's nobody named tito tito is an affectionate term for uncle okay so it's like you are you know your your, your favorite uncle's tacos oh is that um so that's 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 a term that's used a lot, Tito, as a an affection yes. term of affection. Yes, it is. So your uh, your grandfather opened the the store there, Culver City. Um, tell me about him a little bit. Well, my grandfather was from Mississippi, and he came out to Los Angeles when he was sixteen and worked for an uncle who had a supermarket. And from there, he was a serial entrepreneur, small, small businesses, liquor stores mainly. And then when he was 62, he opened up Tito's Tacos with his partner, Benny Bascara. And the first employee hired was Amado Madera. A lot of longtime customers would recognize him. He's retired now. He, he, uh, he retired when he was 80. <laughs> wow. How yeah. long was he with you? Well, from 59 until uh, I think he retired six or seven years ago. Oh, my God. That's, a, that's his whole life. Man. That's his yeah, whole life. He's family. Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, me his, his name one more time. also the main chef at our commissary. So the whole family, we, we know them all. <laughs> mm. tell, me, tell me his name one more time. Amado Madera. Amado Madera. And his brother was Javier Renteria. Oh, uh, hats off to you, gentlemen, making uh, making great tacos all those years. God, how many? I wonder how many tacos they made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was uh, pretty scared when they when they retired. I was, you know, how is this transition going to work and all this? So I was down here a lot of hours during that time to make sure everything transferred over. You just thought he was going to keep going forever at 80. <laughs> well, that would have been nice, but, you know, he's, he's entitled to a retirement. He I guess, for many, I guess. Many years. <laughs> all right. After all those years. Um, but, uh, man, so you, your customers, what, what position was he everywhere? Was he at the window? Was he on the grill? Um, he and well, his in the beginning, he was in the kitchen and serving customers. And then later on, he, uh, as he got older, he was a cashier and he would, he would, uh, walk around the dining room and talk to the customers. He was, he was just so adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Everybody like, loves him. So is he, in a way he's, you know, one of the faces that everybody, thousands and thousands of people that have frequent in Tito's tacos. Yes. Recognized. Yeah. Well, yes. I'm yes. Wonderful man. Very special. So uh, tell me Tito's tacos, 1959. That's in the restaurant business. That's a success. That doesn't happen very often. Um, wh what was it? What was Tito's tacos like then compared to now? Is has it changed? And, I'm sure well, there have been some changes. It's um, it it's had more employees than in 1959. In 59, there was just Amato and my grandfather and his partner. Mm -hmm. And the partners split up about a year later. Like by, by uh, uh, Benny Biscara wanted to buy out my grandfather, but then he couldn't come up with the money. So my grandfather borrowed $4,000 from his ex-wife, my grandmother, and he bought him out. And that's how that worked out. That was, that was then. And then I started working there in 71, rolling burritos. Back in those days, it was no POS system or anything. Uh, we were supposed to take the order at the window and add it up in our heads as we're making up the order. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's old school yeah it's real <laughs> that's old very school. old school right uh, 
I'm surprised you didn't have like uh, pinto beans or something on the counter you had to, to do math with. <laughs> that would have helped. <laughs> that would have helped you, right? Yes, uh, I would have had fewer fewer errors. How many uh, recipes are there currently or menu items? Not recipes. How many menu items are on the menu, do you think, right oh, now? I haven't counted. About six. Six, you say? Six. six? Yeah, we've got uh, tacos, burritos, enchiladas, tamales. And, uh, and so each one of those, I love that too, because a lot of restaurants just start to grow, especially when restaurants that have been around for a long time, you know, a customer goes, I, I like, why don't you have a burger on the menu, even though you're Tito's Tacos, or why don't you have this or that? And then before you know it, it's 50 items. So you do six or so really, really well. Are yeah, they the... Seven. There are, there are variations in the burritos, but that, yeah. that's all, that's but six all right. Main. Okay, so are they the original recipes from 1959, do you think? Uh, I would say they're the original recipes from 1960. During 59, they're, they're, they were experimenting with the recipes a lot. Okay. So they so, got rid of the chorizo and things like that that caused stomach aches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's always good to, to yeah that's always good to eliminate the items that make your customers have a stomach ache after eat, they eat there that's a good that's smart business i like that that was yes. that was clever yeah i thought so too <laughs> that was very clever uh so your father really was involved or your grandfather excuse me was really involved in taste testing and creating this this small yes, my- yeah. Small yes, but really good menu. Now, right. can you tell me, because uh, you've been there, you said you'd start working in there in 70? 71, 71, yes. so that's... Well, actually, the first time I actually worked was in 1966. My grandfather hired me for 25 cents an hour to clean the tables. So oh. I would, this was when we were back on the corner... I would see somebody leaving from a table and I would have to race the next customer to the table to clean it so that it was clean when they got there. So, you give them an elbow? <laughs> Wait! So yes, you, you were like... It so, was that. And I just ran and ran and ran. And after doing this four hours a day all summer, I, I was exhausted after four hours. So you were like, uh, if I made a comparison, this is the image that came to mind, like a... Like for tennis, you were like a ball woman or a ball girl or a ball boy where you're at the, at the edge of the, and then as soon as you rush out there and grab it and yes. clean the table. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it was. You're it ready was, to it go. pretty interesting. You got your spray and your towel. You're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was uh, fun though. So can you tell me if you, if you know... Your grandfather, when he created these recipes, because these are really great recipes. These are tacos and burritos and enchiladas and tamales that people are guacamole uh, that are made from scratch and that people come back for a few times a week, if not more. Uh, and year after year, since 1959, what was when they were working and building the recipes, your grandfather and his partner and then your grandfather and your family, are some of the ingredients unique to Mexico or to California? Where were they sourced? You know, brag a little bit about your process and and maybe even explain, you know, for those that don't know what scra- a scratch restaurant is and made from scratch. Well, what that means is we make everything fresh daily. We work closely with a tortilla factory that does custom tortillas for us. Our flour tortillas are... A- Custom, custom made. What makes them taste so so yummy is there's a touch of butter in them. Mm. And then the corn Ooh. tortillas are delivered hot every morning to our commissary, where the ladies fold the, the the meat into the tortillas while it's still hot. That's how they re, that's how they get their shape. Oh. So let me ask you a question because you I've never heard this before from anybody else. My family's Spanish. Um, my grandmother spoke only Spanish, uh, De La Torre and a long line in Santa Barbara here, four generations, five generations. <clears throat> There's even streets in Santa Barbara named after my, you know, my family, my, my great grandparents. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I don't get a, a royalty check or anything. So I don't know. <laughs> nobody throws me a parade, but, 
<laughs> anyway, we have my grandmother, my nana, made these great pinto beans and and then and homemade tortillas, and we would put butter on them and make, to make burritos. And every person from Mexico that I've ever talked to goes, "What are you doing? That does not belong together. Butter and t- that's just weird." And you just said. They put butter in the tortillas. I mean, maybe not. They put, yeah, they, they put there's the, a little touch of butter them. in the flour tortillas for the burritos. Yeah. Ooh. So is that, what is that? Is it a thing or is it not a thing? Is it taboo or is it frowned upon or is it? I never thought of it. I think it's just fine because the tortillas taste great. Yeah. And everything tastes better with butter. Great, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Sorry to throw you great. off. So no, the tortilla okay. company, give us the name and, and. It's La Gloria. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, the owner Fernando. We work very closely with him, and he he uh, custom makes our tortillas. Uh, they're they're they they get there at around three in the morning and start making the tortillas, cooking them and bagging them up, and then they're taken over to our commissary by about eight, and that's when they're folded into the tacos that the tortillas for the chips are are not as hot as the as the as the uh taco tortillas but they're still they're still warm and when those are cut up and then they're fried here at the restaurant for the chips and it's it's they're made the old-fashioned way there's only corn water and a touch of lime in them that's all that's there there's no there's no preservatives it makes our tacos and tamales gluten-free, just mm. in case. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a new addition probably in the last 20 years. Well, the tacos have always been gluten-free. We, that was just, we had them that way before it was popular, I guess. Ah, trendsetter. Do, it's ground zero. I told you Tito's Tacos, ground zero for everything great in life that tastes good. Uh, okay, so... Uh, could you also tell me, are there any other, you know, local farms that you use or cheese purveyors or, you know, you make avocado yes. farmers? Yes, I, we get our cheese from a specific factory in Seattle, Washington. It's a whole milk cheddar cheese. Uh, it's, it's very unique and they're very consistent. So we've been, I've been buying the cheese from them for 30 years or so. And it's great. It, it grinds up, you know, it's, it's not real, real small grind. It's, it's, it's shredded really nicely. Mm. Doesn't stick together if it's put back in the fr- refrigerator for the next day. <laughs> uh, how many keep tor- it cold all the time? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't warm up. <laughs> it, doesn't, it's, it doesn't last long enough. It's it's in a taco or right. a burrito and out right. out the door. Um, what? Or I should say out the window. Uh, what is the um, what is the count? Do you ever you you got a count? Like what? Do you, how many tortillas do you think you get per day? Order from this. From well, we we've, we've we've counted out how many how many tacos we sell. Uh, during the week, it's it's anywhere from thirty five hundred to five thousand a day. Is it on a the day? Yeah, on 35? the it, Yeah, and the, and on the weekends, it it could be as many as eight thousand on a really good weekend. And they're all pretty good weekends, aren't they? I mean, admit that you could admit it. It's pretty good, pretty good down most there. Most are yes. Most are very. Most are very good. Yes. <sighs> Do you ever wonder? Uh, <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like, where do these people put away all these tacos? There's so many tacos you've made. So 35, let's say it's, let's say it's, and you do 8,000, say it's 5,000 on average, maybe, a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, times seven, 35,000 a week times uh, 52. Dr. D, do the, do the math for me. I want to know. <laughs> times 52 <laughs> times how many years you've been open? You've been open since 59. Well, in '59, they weren't selling that many. Let's pretend they were. <laughs> Richard, Richard is using the pinto beans to count over there. <laughs> One million, is that right? Eight hundred and twenty-five thousand tacos. How? That's for a year. Times how many oh, years? Right. Sixty, seventy, eighty. I'm sorry, I'm doing oh. math in this interview, but I'm I'm just fascinated by this. Uh, since '59, how many years is that? 
61 years. So you just, are you doing a big 75? Wow. Uh, 111. 111,000. Wait, 111 million billion? I can't read. No. <laughs> 111 million. No, no, million. no, no. The volume of tacos has gone up. It, it was it was actually quite small in the early days. I remember my father started working there, Norman Davidson, in about 1962. And I remember, I think it was 63 or something, um, my grandfather and my father were in the kitchen of our house, and they actually they actually had a drink because they had they had the first time Tito's had grossed fifty dollars in a day. <laughs> that was the first time I ever saw my dad drink. So that that was that was a big one. He was drinking. He was happy. They they were both happy. How old were you? Nine, maybe. Nine. Nice to see your dad happy, isn't it? <laughs> Nice to yeah. see him succeed. What um, it was so, nice to see both of them together. So working with both of them, both of them early on, it was so much fun. Yeah. I learned so much. They were really hard on me, so I had to, I had to, I had to toughen up. At first, I would, you know, they they'd yell at me, do this, do that, do this, do that, and I would just stand there and cry. And then, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hey, you, you have to toughen up. You know, just get with the program here. How old were so you at this had, point? You were 12 when you started working there, right? <laughs> uh, that, are you kidding? Yeah, you, that was a one summer. Can you but say? When, I, when I started working there in 71, it was part time. I was finishing high school and I worked there on the weekends. And that was when that stuff started. Did your whole family work there? No. No. No, my my grandfather, my father, um, I have two sisters and three stepbrothers. Uh, so, um, my sisters and two of the stepbrothers both worked there for a very short period of time. But working behind the counter of a fast food restaurant wasn't their thing. Mm -hmm. I just hung out because I was having a good time. So and you still are you're still hanging out, so you yeah. must still be having a good time. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, with being hard. Well, you know what? I've got to take a break. I'm going to ask this last question, but then I need to take a break. Um, I've gone seven minutes over because I'm having so much fun talking to you. <laughs> um, so so they were. You mentioned they were hard on you, but that was obviously they had an they had a uh, a motivation for that. They wanted to make you. The business woman that you and successful business woman that you are today, and I'm sure, I'm sure it was it wasn't mean spirited. I'm not sure that's what they had in mind. No, no. <laughs> we're no, giving them too were much very, credit. Very old school. My my when growing up, my father said, uh, "Make sure your hair is always combed, and you need to learn to like football so that so that you can catch a husband." Hmm. That was kind of the thing, though, back then, wasn't it? That was the well, way. Well, yes, it was. It was. It was, you know, it was a long time ago. My grandfather was born in 1898. Yeah. You have to expect some some stuff like that. I just, mm -hmm. I just kind of did what I wanted to do. Well, I love that. <laughs> Lynn Davidson, owner, co-owner of Tito's Tacos with her husband, uh, great, the granddaughter of the original... Uh, owner is our special guest today. Uh, Lynn, we're going to take a real quick break, but we'll be right back. I can't wait to get back to this conversation. I do have, uh, I, I work with a restaurant group up here in Santa Barbara, uh, Rudy's Taco, Rudy Alvarez. He, he has, his whole family works in the business and they have like five oh, locations. Uh, do you know of them? Or, I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of them. And yeah. he, uh, he, they told me his daughter, I know she's my age. And she said, I was in the crib on, you know, on, by the prep table as a baby, you know, and cheese has fallen on me and flour, <laughs> you know, my mom's up there rolling tor tortillas. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, well, they, well yeah, I, I do too. You know, the health department was a little looser <laughs> in those days. Yeah, and the, the labor, the labor, the labor uh, ages, I guess, labor board didn't, didn't frown on a 12-year-old working at Tito's tacos. No, you can have you can have relatives working for you. You can you can have um, child labor if they're related to you. Huh? 
I didn't know that. I've been in this business all yeah. my life. Um, I guess I, haven't, I don't have any children, so I didn't know that fact. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why is Tito's Tacos so famous? It was opened in 1959 and is known for its American-style hard-shell taco and burritos. Considered a Los Angeles area icon. The restaurant was named to Fox's Fox News list of the 10 best tacos in America in 2014. And it was ranked number one on the Daily Meal's top 35 burritos in America list in 2015. It's known and famous for its folded hard-shell tacos and burritos, beloved for decades by celebrities, locals, and visitors. Tito's menu features crispy beef tacos, tamales, burritos, enchiladas, tostadas, and guacamole, and many, many other sides and and dishes combinations. The award-winning cuisine at Tito's Tacos is made from scratch using original recipes, and is served to thousands of loyal fans daily, often by employees who they call family who have been with Tito's for decades. You can go to uh, titostacos.com and start uh, salivating with me. And on social media, you can follow them on Instagram at Tito's Tacos USA, at Tito's Tacos on Facebook, at Tito's Tacos California on Twitter, and I warn you, do it at your own risk. <laughs> we'll be right back. There's something there. Patrolling the pachinko New noodle model parlor In the nefaria zone Hanging out with insects Underducting The CIA was on the phone Well Such is life Restaurant is a tasty new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel, I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
emotions too Welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome back to, to the Jeremiah Show Thanksgiving week. We have Lynn Davidson. She is the co-owner uh, of Tito's Tacos, the world-famous Tito's Tacos down in Culver City, founded in 1959 by Benjamin Davidson, who is her grandfather. Um, she is a co-owner with her husband, Wirt Morton. It's iconic. An iconic Mexican fast casual restaurant in Los Angeles. Lines are always long. And you know what? There are a few restaurants out there that like have this such an iconic status, Dr. D, where people are lined up around the block all the time and they're actually happy about it because it's kind of it's an experience in itself. It's your you're in the know, you know, you know where to go. You bring people there when they come in and visit you from L.A. And uh, it's just very, very cool. It's a very cool spot. I, I definitely say go check it out. If you, there, there are not many places I would say go, go make this a destination. If you don't live there, um, if you're traveling through LA, get over there. Have a have a Tito's Tacos. Uh, why do you think, Lynn, that Tito's Tacos has gripped and grabbed a hold of the culinary scene down there and been such an iconic uh, restaurant all these years? I think the real secret is that we make the food fresh every day. Our meat is delivered, it's fresh, it comes in a big chuck roll, and we have meat cutters that cut it, cut it up into the chili con carne meat or the bigger chunks for the taco meat, and it's cooked fresh and then ground up for the taco meat, you know, finely shredded, and then the, the beef for the burritos is cubed, and it's the, the chili con carne is slow cooked, the meat in the tacos is slow cooked. It's, nothing is rushed. So, but does, uh, does the, the, I mean, I've been there. The food comes out. You're not waiting a long time, but you're getting this, this scratch, fresh food made to order. Um, that many tacos, 3,500 to sometimes 8,000 on the weekends a day or burritos and menu items uh, that you're making. The prep kitchen must just be the guys must just be and women of tito's tacos just must be working non-stop to if prep we have a separate meats. kitchen with uh 17 people working in it and then we've got a pretty big kitchen here and we have two or three people in there all the time heating up food refrying beans uh taking up enchiladas trays of enchiladas we have people doing that all the time and then there's the servers who are actually putting the lettuce and cheese on the tacos or scooping an enchilada into a, into a tray to go. And we've, we've, uh, we've got a really good system where the, the lines move really fast. They move, they move faster than when you were living in Santa Monica. <laughs> you get better and better. You're perfecting your grandfather's <laughs> creation, huh? Well, I mean, people don't like to wait in line. No. But... Even, even, if, even if they have a smile on their face, They'd rather wait less time than more time. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, I can eliminate lines from my life forever and not miss them, but I feel I really do feel like it. It's experienced. You know, you're talking. You know, if you have to wait in a line, it's a good line to wait in. There's, it's an experience. And uh, speaking of well, the experience, actually, you know, you don't have to wait in line. You can order ahead online for pickup or delivery, and you don't have to wait in line at all. Or they could bring it to your house. Oh well. Then you never leave. Easy. And then you just eat tacos all day. <laughs> <laughs> and burritos. Um, you're making it too easy for us here. Do they deliver? We can deliver to Santa, to Santa Barbara, too. That was my, how'd you know my next question? You guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much would that cost us? I don't care. Uh, probably Let's pay probably quite a bit. Here. Probably quite a bit. Yeah, the first whatever. Thing, first thing we had delivery, we actually had somebody uh, have 
tacos delivered to San Diego. Mm. That's a cool story. Was it delivered yeah. at a limo? <laughs> On a gold platter? No. <laughs> that's a cool story. I like that's That's something to brag about, right? Yeah. Our I, tacos I just are so good that somebody had them delivered. To, how do they taste, by the way, by the time they get to San Diego? Probably not as good as... A, uh, well, actually, for a, for a trip like that, you, we package the lettuce and cheese separate, and you can stick the taco in an oven at a, at a low temperature and heat it up, and it'll be just as good. What a pro you are. What a pro. <laughs> I've worked that one out. I've done it at home. <laughs> when I was uh, putting the soundtrack together for this, this episode, I was having fun because I started kind of thinking about L.A. and the... 80s and you know the i don't know 80s 90s and you know the the music the, the street scene and i started thinking about how many um cultural milestones you must have witnessed at tito that passed by tito's tacos over the years can you think of any that stand out to you uh yeah probably everything 2001 that was a scary day uh 9-11 was really scary. How so? Describe the scene. Describe. Uh, everybody looked shell-shocked. 9-11. They were all shell-shocked. And and for that week following there, we had a real bump in business. People wanted comfort food. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, uh, that was, I was, I didn't know what to expect. So we just made the best of it. And there were, you know, in the in the 80s, there was the stock market crash and all these things. It, it didn't really affect us that much. Did the riots get near you at all when, you know? When uh, we've were... had some where we've had, you know, they've had curfews and we've had to close early. Mm-hmm. That's happened a few times. You just, you just, you know, try to go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you've seen it all flash by the windows there as you're making and feeding people in the world. The... Um, I thought about also you've got on your website, you know, one of the old, the cars, you know, the great L.A. cars and the, that car scene and those, you know, people that cruise with the hydraulics and the and the music and, you know, that really work on that, the cars. What is what is that? It's on your website and I think it's, you know, Southern California. But yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, there are people that come down here and show off their cars. Mm-hmm. We've seen lots of lots of very unusual cars fancy cars i like sports cars yeah so i'm always looking at those (laughs) (laughs) but i remember that too because i would come down on the weekends you know like there's nothing better to do after you've uh you know down the street i used to run the enterprise fish company down there on kind of close by you yeah for many (laughs) many years and i lived at the shores and then we would you know uh you know you got the farmer's market you're kind of hung over on sunday and you go down to tito's tacos you know i mean everybody gathers down there and then the cars out you know and it's just it's it's southern california la life defined yeah it's fun it's fun you give back a lot to your community and you personally are very passionate about not only fellow restaurateurs help, you know, like, like I mentioned at the top there, you know, you won that, uh, the Elizabeth Burns Lifetime Achievement Award from the California Restaurant Association Lifetime Achievement Award for your advocacy uh, with restaurants, restaurant owners, uh, the community. Can you tell me, you know, we got listeners on this show uh in over a hundred countries around the world that listen religiously every week. I don't know why, but they do <laughs> probably for great guests like you. And, um, <laughs> uh, that was a knock against me, not you. Um, but the, describe Culver city, the Culver city you grew up with, the Culver city there is now your neighborhood, maybe some of your neighbors, uh, some of your friends as if describe it, you know, for these people that are in Dublin right now going, you know, what's that like there, Culver City? What's Tito's Tacos like? What's What do you see out here? Well, your we're in Calif- Southern California, so it's always, most of the time, warm and sunny. And next door is Johnny's Pastrami, and we have another Mexican restaurant, Cinco de Mayo, right next door. 
Uh, near us is Maple Block Barbecue. They're great people there. And Metro Cafe, we're friends with those people over there. It's great. It's great. What, how I ended up getting a Lifetime Achievement Award is because I think it's basically from complaining. I will go to city council meetings. I've, I've done this a lot. I, you know, I've testified in the state assembly on workers' comp bills and things like this. And it just you just keep at it. You know, most of the time you're not successful. It can be pretty frustrating. But you just if you just get mad enough, you'll go and complain and explain what's going on so other people can understand your point of view. Um, if it's you important could. to the industry. You know, especially after the pandemic. Yeah. The industry's really taken a big hit. A lot of restaurants are closed and so it's sad. really sad. And I don't want to see any more, you know, particularly independent restaurants. I don't want to see them closing. I know. I agree with you. Um, our good friend Caroline Stein is, uh, you know, really worked with uh, on that as well. I don't know if you know her from, from Luke, Caroline and Suzanne Gowen, but. They, um, you know, the Save Restaurants, we've been promoting that throughout COVID and before, you know, when they started that around for COVID, but um, lobbying right. Congress and, you know, I th it all to protect independent restaurants. And I don't know what the final tally is, but I also know the math, you know, and that uh, independent restaurant owners, you know, sometimes you're in one of the, the better restaurants to make a better bottom line but it's still very 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 tight um and very you know labor going up and you know ingredients and all that and the restaurants usually don't pass that along i hope they are now to survive but you go well, you have you to know, pass some of it along you yeah. have to pass some of it along otherwise you go out of business yeah and i think one of the reasons uh tito's has been able to survive as long as it has is i'm really really careful i get paid last I make sure everything else is taken care of and I live cheap. So that way, you know, like, like when the pandemic hit, we closed for two and a half months. My husband and I liquidated our, our, what was supposed to be our retirement savings mm. and put it back in the restaurant. We got most of it back and you know, it's, it's uh, that's what you do. That's, that's how you make it make it last is by just being real careful with it you make it it's your baby it's not it's not it's not there to service you it's the other way around mm. you have to take care of it like it's a baby so true so wise um you know were there you know your grandfather started tito's tacos in 1959 and during the pandemic nobody saw that coming obviously and we didn't we all tried to figure it out together how to get through it but restaurants i think uh, especially independent restaurants suffered quite a bit was there ever a point that you you know you liquidated you and your husband liquidated your retirement um uh, during that time to say you know keep the restaurant afloat your employees i'm sure fed and <clears throat> did you ever feel did you ever get scared or let you get let yourself get scared and say, God, what if it ended right here with me, what my grandfather had started? Did you ever go there? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, I didn't know what would happen like everybody else. You know, you just, you do the best you can and hope you can get through it. And we were really, really lucky. We, we had, we had uh, core managers uh, that, that we, we worked with through the whole time we were closed down and we made all these plans and, we figured out how to speed up the lines and do all these things while we were closed. And then when we opened, it was, it was, it, when we reopened, it was great. Mm, I bet. Have you seen the business come back to pre pandemic? Um, not quite, not quite. It's not quite pre pandemic. Um, there's a labor shortage. If there was, you know, more available, labor, I could extend my hours. We're, we're still on shorter hours than what we used to be. So as soon as the labor thing eases, you know, we'll be, should hopefully be able to extend our hours again, which would be nice. 
I got to take a break, but I want to say you bring up a great point. I, every restaurant owner that I know is, you know, they have to close on Tuesday for lunch. These odd, weird things happen. I got to close at nine tonight because I don't have somebody to show up. I got to say for those out there that are listening, there is no better career than the hospitality industry, especially if you're young, you're in college and it's your first job or, or, or you work your way up. Those are going to be the best years of your life. You do not want to. Don't be. You don't want to be a TikTok uh, uh, sensation. sensation or what do you call it? A uh, whatever. You don't want to be a. Uh, you don't want to sit on the couch and play video games and try to earn, uh, whatever you do and you're doing now. Go get a restaurant job. The industry needs you. We, yes, we need you bad. We need you badly, and and uh, it. I swear to you, you're going to meet the best people that will be friends for life. You're going to have the very best experiences. Nobody has better experiences than the end of a long, busy shift, and you go out with all your friends after the restaurant business, and you stay up all night listening to music and having fun and howling at the moon or whatever. But you guys did it together, and. It's good. Yeah. It's a yeah, good it's industry. You make a lot of money too if you're good. So that's my little. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Even in fast food, it's people don't realize that that managers generally make six figure salaries, and you know you can get there. And if you're an adrenaline junkie, restaurants are the place for you because you are. That's you're. You got that energy going all the time, and trying like you used to have when you were young and trying to bust the tables before the people sit sat back down. <laughs> um, it's a good industry. I say go go out there today and get a job in the industry. If you're in Culver City, go see Lynn Davis and at Tito's Tacos. Opened in 1959, known for its American-style hard-shell taco and burritos. Check them out on social media. First, go to titostacos.com. You can find all of these social media, media handles there. But I'll give it to you anyway. Instagram, Tito's Tacos USA. Tito's Tacos on Facebook. And Tito's Tacos California on Twitter. We'll be right back. Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, The Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named Tom. Go to GirlNamedTom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. And we're back with The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. My special guest today is Lynn Davidson. She's the co-owner of Tito's Tacos along with her husband. She's uh, it's been in the family since 1959. Her grandfather opened it. She's been working there since she was 12 years old. Uh, she does a lot in the community. Tito's Tacos uh, really, really gives back. Uh, thanks to Lynn Davidson and her family. Uh, for instance, on October 4th, I don't know if you know this, Dr. D, but it is National Taco Day. Uh, at my house, it's National Taco Day like four nights days a week. <laughs> but uh, 
This past year, Tito's Tacos and uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka teamed up for the fifth year in a row to host Tito's Fiesta Mexicana, an annual event that celebrates National Taco Day and National Vodka Day while raising funds for the Culver City Arts Foundation. This was this, uh, we just missed this um, on October 4th. The Culver City Arts Foundation preserves the past, enriches the present, and creates the future of arts and culture in Culver City. Culver Arts is compromised of community leaders like Lynn Davidson who volunteer their time experience and the resources for the growth of the arts within Culver City. Check out culverarts.org. Lynn, tell me about some of the things that you do uh, for the community. Well, our biggest one is our uh, Tito's Fiesta Mexicana. It's National Taco Day and National Vodka Day. So this was my husband's idea to get the Tito's Handmade Vodka and Tito's Tacos together, mm -hmm. and we throw this great fiesta. We have fabulous mariachis. We start off in the afternoon with some live ranchero music. Then it goes on to, um, we had uh, metalachi play. So we had rock and roll mariachis, and then we had Las Brenas de Los Angeles, the all-girl all mariachi band and Sol de Mexico. And folklorico dancers mm, and everybody wow. eats tacos and burritos and makes makes uh pinatas and we raised uh twenty six thousand dollars for the arts foundation that day we had 1700 people attend and all the money goes directly to to the arts foundation they just they tell us how much money they make <laughs> <laughs> well. and we just throw this big party and it's really fun it's really fun, and it's a good cause. Is there anything coming up that you wanted to make us aware of? Uh, no, there's just no. I don't think so. Well, uh, we just we 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 also make lots of other donations. Arthritis Foundation. Um, uh, we we give away gift cards to local schools. They're always calling, so <laughs> we hand out gift cards all the time. Yeah. Why is Tito's Tacos so famous? It was opened in 1959 and is known for its American-style hard-shell taco and burritos. Considered a Los Angeles-area icon, the restaurant was named to Fox's Fox News list of the 10 best tacos in America in 2014, and it was ranked number one on the Daily Meal's Top 35 Burritos in America list in 2015. It's known and famous for its folded hard-shell tacos and burritos, beloved for decades by celebrities, locals, and visitors. Tito's menu features crispy beef tacos, tamales, burritos, enchiladas, tostadas, and guacamole, and many, many other sides and, and dishes combinations. The award-winning cuisine at Tito's Tacos is made from scratch using original recipes and is served to thousands of loyal fans daily, often by employees who they call family who have been with Tito's for decades. You can go to uh, titostacos.com and start uh, salivating with me. And on social media, you can follow them on Instagram at Tito's Tacos USA, at Tito's Tacos on Facebook, at Tito's Tacos California on Twitter, and I warn you, do it at your own. Shaggy with a combination with the Amis. Flip this one for your musical disc. Your little up here, fun can't be a fool, son. What about the long run? Looking back, 
shot always a mention Say me not giving her much attention yeah. She was there through my incarceration I wanna show the nation my appreciation Girl, you're my angel You're my darling angel uh. Closer than my peeps you are to me Baby, uh. shorty, you're my angel You're my darling Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann H. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hux from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your loved home. you need help with your restaurant or hospitality business, see how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. in the club, baby, you got to get up, cause homies, thug homies, yeah, they giving it up, low life, yo life, boy, we living it up, taking chances while we dancing in the party for show, slip my girl up when she crept in the back door, chickens looking at me strange, but you know I don't care, step up in this mother, just a swank in my head, trick, quit talking, quick walk, if you down with the set, take a put some grip and take this on the jet, out of town, put it down for the father of rap, and if you happen to get cracked, trick, shut your trap, come back, get back, that's the part of success, if you believe in the S, you'll be relieving your stress. Welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome back to, to the Jeremiah Show Thanksgiving week. We have Lynn Davidson. She is the co-owner uh, of Tito's Tacos, the world-famous Tito's Tacos down in Culver City, founded in 1959 by Benjamin Davidson, who is her grandfather. Um, she is a co-owner with her husband, Wirt Morton. Thank you for all that you and your family there at Tito's Tacos does for Culver City, for the community, and just, you know, to make our world a better place uh, and put it in a it's smile. It's my husband that sets up the whole party. He does all the work. He's, he's the one with all the great ideas. They just, one after another, he's got tell, all these ideas. <laughs> just in case they're tuning in, tell us, you want to uh, talk about your husband a little bit? Well, he's my business partner. He handles advertising and promotions and and things like that. He does. He's, he he kind of pretty much stays out of the operations because I do that. So that that way we don't have any conflicts. That's good. That's smart. Do different right. things and it works really works well. Okay, listen. I got four minutes left, and I've been waiting to ask you about this uh, the entire show. But I thought, you know, I've always heard that you always want to leave them wanting more. Your, your holiday tamales. Let's 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 leave our listeners wanting more from Tito's Tacos. Well, we have two kinds of tamales. We have a chicken t- chicken tamale. Um, the ladies make them here. 
every day. They're uh, chicken in a fresh tomatillo sauce and an Anaheim chili, and it's wrapped up and and then steamed, and that and they're they're delicious. It's a there's an eight ounce tamale, so one tamale is a a, a meal. Mm. Comes with a meat sauce that goes with it, and it comes with salsa and chips. And then we have our veggie tamale. It's fresh sliced uh, vegetables, potatoes, green beans, carrots, and a tomatillo sauce, and the uh, and a Anaheim chili in it. And it's inside inside the uh, the masa. We put in whole pinto beans for a, a nice texture, and then the sauce is a fresh red bell pepper and onion sauce that goes on top of it. It's really really good, and it is vegetarian dr d over here loves tamales um we're not giving him a mic today so he can't tell you about his family recipe but he loves them (laughs) he'll have to come we'll drive down and try them or don't forget they (laughs) deliver to santa barbara Uh, and dublin if you want them delivered to dublin it's been so nice to talk to you um uh, uh, thank you for taking the 12 o'clock lunch busy lunch hour off your schedule for us and given given that hour to us lynn davidson co-owner of tito's tacos um along with her husband who does so many great things but stays out of operations that smart man <laughs> stays out of your way that smart man uh lynn thank you so much you, you final words anything thank you'd you. like to say to to your fans out there thank you very much and come and see us soon we you know especially you we miss you Okay, I'll come back. Great. <laughs> you all come back now. All right. That's it. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy holidays. Be safe. Uh, take care of each other. Communicate. Listen more and evolve. Have a great Thank Thanksgiving. And it goes a little something like this. and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Hi, everybody. I'm Billy Vera, and I'm here to tell you about my memoir. My memoir is called Harlem to Hollywood, and it's available at Amazon and just about anywhere great books or even lousy books are sold. But mine's a good one, and I think you'll enjoy it. You're listening to the Jeremiah Show. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 